previously on Quest Friends Hereafter. This first one is going to be like the tag team duel. No. Ooh. As my rival, you should make sufficient backup. Uh, backup? Yes. Am I supposed to meet someone, i.e. Lucas Bang here? Yeah. Sparky, is that you? Elliot, why are you here? I had business in the area. Um, I'm going to add something useful to the environment that wouldn't necessarily be there otherwise, and it's a bug that's in my pocket. Kike, yeah, it's your Sabrina Lupe. She has the best little, like, pop-up gelato stand in all of Puerto Ballenas. We should invite Tio Lionel, of course, too. No. (laughs) Yes. When we last left you, you had walked up to the battlefield for the Intermortal Necromon Championship. It's got that blue line around it and everything, that little barrier that adds the little additional stuff that makes Necromon battling safer and juices up Booker. Rekub. And across from you, you have some horse girl from Kansas named Katrina Collectum and definitely Rasputin. Definitely pretending to be Annie Romanov. You're kind of old. Rasputin and Katrina look at each other. She is clearly talking about you. (laughs) I was not talking about her. Ah! And Katrina looks over at Rasputin and says, Don't you dare suggest anything like that again. You understand me? I've tamed all kinds of equestrians, so I am not to be trifled with. Uh, We're gonna destroy them. Yes. And with that, it's time to duel! So the way this Necromon battle is going to work is it is a tag team battle. Each of you has Necromon with a set amount of res points. Between the two of you on each side, you have three spots for Necromon. Each of you has to place out at least one Necromon at the beginning of the battle. But beyond that, you are sharing the battlefield with each other. The first winner is the one who takes out all of their opponent's Necromon or takes out six of their opponent's Necromon. Because standardly, that's how many you can have in a regular duel. Booker, let's go! Rekub! And Hilda does a dramatic point. Irene is deeply startled. And then she does a dramatic point. Yes. And Irene is just gonna take out Mossies to start with. Mossies, go! Also, Hilda's going to whisper to Booker, our plan is to steal the show from Irene like true rivals. Rekub. And he pokes his eye stalks alternatingly more high. I don't know how <laughs> to describe what I'm doing. It would be like pumping your fists up and down, but with the eye stocks, just like yeah. back and forth. <laughs> On the other side, you hear, 
I'm just a country girl and you're not going to fuck with me. That's not what she says, but that's how I'm getting into her voice. I 100% thought that was what she said <laughs> yeah. in front of all these children. You aren't going to mess with a country girl like me, a true equestrian. See, Hull, it's time for you to gallop into action. Katrina takes out one of her cards and the card twists at the middle, turning into two rapidly fluttering hummingbird wings. These wings are connected to a multicolored scaled creature that looks like a seahorse. Please! Please! It's piercing and I love it. Please! Good, I hope it hurts everybody's ears. But that's not all. Come out my Boidle Rat! Boidle Rat! And on the other two parts of the field, Rasputin just sets out two Boidle Rats. And Katrina stares at him. <laughs> what in the hell do you think you're doing? I, uh, <laughs> ah, Boidle Rat. <laughs> it is time for everyone out there to roll initiative. So the way you're going to do is you are going to take the number of dice you have for your initiative and you're going to roll it. If it is, I believe it's four or higher, it counts as an initiative. Yeah, I think all success rolls for Animon are four or higher, unless it's been, like, set back, then it's five or six. You're exactly right. Whew. What'd you get? I got a six and a five. Nice. Nice work. I got six, like, six hits for my initiative. Six hits? Yeah, I roll eight dice for my initiative. Jesus Christ. And every time you get a six, let me know, because that's going to add to the critical gauge. Oh, yeah. Um, one of them was a six. Okay, so that's two six rolls. Okay, so when you get out there, you can see that the little sea hull and the Boidle Rat are fighting with each other as Rasputin and Katrina are fighting with each other. Just like, well, this is completely unreasonable. I don't know what exactly you expect from me. I expect you to sit back while I win and not bring such gross things here. And they just keep fighting until Chaz Casey says, now, from the very beginning, that's going to be some points off for Katrina and Annie. And both of them turn around and then say, Oh, come on! But because of all of this, you have the clear advantage to attack. So it is Booker's turn first. Rickoob! Ha! They don't have the kind of bond we do. Right, Irene? <laughs> yes. They are not <laughs> rivals. They are simply unprofessional. <laughs> In that case, to start off, Hilda's just going to mouth payback time at Rasputin. <laughs> Have Booker leap in front of the Mossies and activate his signature move. Come on, Booker, let's show him the Page Turner Twister. Page Turner Twister, what is, what is, what is that? <laughs> So Booker just starts throwing out those sharp blue pages, those sharp blue ethereal pages. The little legs are going. Yeah, so if I understand correctly, you attack everybody, Tom, but you roll with setback, right? Yep, attack all enemies, roll with setback. What stat do I use for this attack again? I think last time we said books, but you can use heart if you're outnumbered, and you are technically outnumbered. I am more than happy to use books in this instance. Yeah, that's fair. You don't you don't feel outnumbered in an outclassed way because you've got a hummingbird and two possums. Like, you're outnumbered 
technically. I would like to visit Oblivion upon these people. <laughs> You're not trapped in there with uh, them. They're trapped in there with you. I don't think I have any things that would improve this. Do they have any like defensive qualities that would? Boidle Rat has pack tactics, but I would only apply that to attacks. And Seahull, Seahull does have a benefit. Thank you for asking. Seahull has the quality of danger sense. Does that reduce dice from my roll? No, it just gives me another dice because I roll as well. This is one of those systems where I gotcha, roll. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I remember now. I remember how this works. But you don't get the benefit. Do you get the benefit of my sixes? I think it might be that way in default, Animon, but I don't know what we rolled. Uh, the Boidle Rat and the Sea Hull all rolled two. <laughs> it's supposed to be one, one uh, thing against the highest dodge. Oh, thank you. They got two. <laughs> Well, lucky for me, I got three, and two of them were sixes. So yeah, prepare to be extinguished. Brick globe. That is all right. Yeah, every all of them take ten damage. Give me one quick second. I wanna I wanna check that critical gauge. Okay, so it's only when a player rolls. We've got four on it already. But also, every time a necromon gets knocked out, and how much damage do you say you did? Ten. Yeah, so that they you get three added to the critical gauge anyway. Oh, do we take them all out? <laughs> <laughs> you want to describe this, Tom? Yeah, yeah. So Booker leaps up into the air, is doing the whirlwind. The pages come flying out, and like the little sea hole is like batting their little wings against the boidle rats, but are just like kissing at it. And suddenly they are just swirled up into this vortex, getting slashed by pages. And they just are deposited in a heap with like the swirly knocked out eyes from Pokemon. Oh, 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 uh, Sea Hall. And Katrina wants to recover Sea Hall, but Sea Hall is underneath all this gross trash and bones. <laughs> and eventually it disappears back into the car. I feel like we need Chaz Casey saying, uh, oh, you hate to see that happen. Oh, yeah, hate to see that happen, folks. <laughs> I, I, I do hate it. I hate it a lot. <laughs> and she rushes down to grab it and she's like, how, how dare you? That's what real training looks like. Thank you, yes. It's time to move on to the real battle. It's time to take out the untamable creature. Come out, Boidle Rat, Boidle Rat, Boidle Rat. <laughs> and in front of you, three Boidle Rats. Replace all the three knocked out Necromon. Kike, there's a little place near the rocks where there is a little beach. And as you get there, you can see that a whole host of family members are running around getting things set up with a big banner that says, what's a congratulations phrase I could use for Unuen? I mean, I guess just felicidades. Cause I don't, I don't think we have like a, like a slang for congratulations. Cause I was trying to think of something that's like, you know, a good work kid that isn't necessarily you won because she's almost certainly not going to win. You participated. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that I know, don't like... put that, don't put that. <laughs> or te queremos, like we love you. Okay, yeah, no, it says that. You go up and you see Teiko Ramos, Yunuen. Um, I mean, you know, the thing is, like, in big reunions like this, even if Lionel is there, 
Kike can just blend in the crowd and like say hello to a bunch of different people and then just like stay with some group that isn't him. So he would just like go there and like say hello to everybody, you know, hugs and kisses in the cheek. Just one, because we are not European, you could cut that if you want. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you could you could dodge them. Right, right, right. He wouldn't dodge Lionel, because he's going to be polite. Like, he's still going to say hello, because if you don't do that, then that's like a big offense. Like, that is... Oh, like you do not not say hello to somebody even if you don't like that person. Like you you do that in <laughs> our culture. Okay, okay. So you're gonna be tactful and yeah, nice, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, take a GM intrusion. You're giving me a GM intrusion. Take a GM intrusion. Yeah. Okay, I will give my other AP to Hilda because she's doing such a good job in the competition. God. Damn it. <laughs> what? I have so much that I will go to waste. Okay, I'll give it to Irene then. <laughs> give it to someone who appreciates I'm it. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to be ungrateful. I was just like, <laughs> I am not going to use this AP at all, and it will die with me at the end of the session. Um, I'm sorry. You hear an old beat-up hand-me-down car, one you recognize very well because you, it was one you handed down. Oh but you aren't happy to hear it now because the loud engine stops and you hear the door open and close and you feel an elbow on your shoulder and you look over to see Ariel giving you a shit-eating grin. Kayanda, Teal. And I need you to roll to take action. Oh boy, okay. Uh, take action. That is fierce, right? Yeah, fierce. Okay. That is a five. Well, take an AP for failing. <laughs> okay. Because you do not react nearly in time. And you could swear some of your bones temporarily like fly off as you feel a massive bear hug slash jump on you. Kike! <laughs> Lionel, hey! Kionda, primo! And yeah, sure enough, it's Lionel, looking the same as he always does. He's a broad-shouldered skeleton whose personal style is always on the casual side of business casual, regardless of where he is. You know, the kind of guy who would wear an open-collared shirt, khaki shorts, white socks and sandals and think, yeah, this will fit in pretty much everywhere. And Lionel looks at you with a jubilant, earnest, open mouth smile, and he says, Kianda Primo, you are, it's, it has been too long. And he slaps you on the back so hard <laughs> that some of your rib bones just fall out onto the ground. He's, he's gonna like pick some up while he's just like, yeah, <laughs> long time no see. You're, 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 imagine you're here to see, uh, c congratulate Junwen for her first competition, right? Uh, yeah, 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 uh, Ariel told me all about it that whole uh, that whole thing that you went on some adventure to go get which uh, you didn't invite your old buddy Lionel which is that's uh, I mean that's 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 uh you know that that's fine but no it's yeah it's been a long time you know despite us 
living next door to each other, both, uh, you know, here in the here and in the hereafter. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you know what? You think oh, if we were, those, you know, you think those, for being neighbors. Are those empanadas over Ida. there? You know, sorry. Uh, you, you wait, can, uh, uh, I'm just gonna go. I haven't eaten. I'm just, he's gonna try and go. Unless, sorry, if you actually wanted to say something, I don't want to interrupt, but like. Kike might be like, ah, yeah, yeah, sure. And then just, like, try to fucking go and oh, see. Oh, uh, well, I'll, uh, all right. Great catching up with ya. Yeah, you know, we still live next door, so I assume I'll see you when I go back to the necropolis. But these empanadas look very good, and, you know, that's there's only few things that all skeletons can eat that aren't calcium and conch shells and stuff, and somehow empanadas are one of them now, so <laughs> I am gonna eat those right now, and he's going to go to... Because, like, usually when we have reunions, we have, like, food, like, buffet style that we can just grab, so I'm assuming that we have some stuff that we can just grab. Uh, and as, as you leave, you don't hear this, Kike. Yeah, you go and you start grabbing stuff, but Ariel turns around and slaps Lionel on the wrist and says, uh, don't worry, he'll be ready for the song. Sparky, are you still listening in on Elliot? Yeah, I sure fucking am. So you're hearing the super loud music of the Necromon battle. Okay. Elliot isn't speaking, but you're hearing the folks around him and you actually hear Alina's voice. Don't like that. That's right, Hilda! Eviscerate them! Until I need to, otherwise, Yulia is just going to speak with trombone now, I have decided. <laughs> so, uh, how do you know the contestants? Well, uh, you know, Irene's actually... Boom. Some Vuvuzela sounds. Just assume if I redact something, it's a Vuvuzela sound. Fuck you! God. Sparky yells out loud at the recording that she's listening to. So, uh, you know, it's I'm pretty busy with work, but uh, that's why I'm, I'm so glad that... God damn it. Uh, I just really want to, you know, give her all the support that I can. Well, that's so great. And you know what? I I gotta say, I am so to see you here. Mm. Um, while I'm listening, I'm opening my phone and I'm not going to the group chat with Elliot in it. I'm going to a group chat I'm starting that doesn't have Elliot in it. And I'm going to say, why does your wife play the Vuvuzela so damn loud? <laughs> oh, sorry. Excuse me one second. <laughs> And you're just going to get back spirit with an exclamation point. <laughs> God. Something the matter there, Sparky? Oh, God, it's Lucas. Hi, Lucas. Hi. Uh, uh hey. And you can see Lucas Bang. He has dressed up a little bit. He's changed his clothing into just regular clothing. But he still has the bandit mask on. And he goes, oh, uh, sorry. And he takes it off before reaching behind and says, Sorry I was so late there, Sparky. I, uh, I had to change and uh, ran across uh, gelato place. And he reaches out and he grabs his own gelato and he extends one to you. Buy you gelato! Oh, Lucas, that was so... that was so thoughtful. I, I wasn't sure what kind you'd like, so I just got a... I got a bunch of the little samples and, uh... And got them, got them together. That was also very thoughtful. The, the lady actually asked me who it was for, and for some reason, 
when I said your name, the guy next to her just kind of scoffed and said, of course. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know, I am, I am, um, very famous in this town. Not as famous as you, of course, the aggressive bandit. I'm surprised you got away from the, uh, tournament that's happening. You should, um, tell me all about that tournament. I know that Hilda was talking about it, but Hilda, bless her, sometimes says things I'm not interested in at that very moment in time. So, um, maybe you could tell me more about the tournament while I sample all these little gelatos. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to sit down, but, uh, quickly, like, oh, uh, sorry. And he pushes out the other chair. Fuck. And he <laughs> motions for you to sit down. Kyle, why are you doing this to me? Okay. <laughs> Sparky swoons a little bit, but she doesn't show anybody. You can't read her. Of course. He sees you kind of react a little bit. He's like, are, are you feeling all right? Oh, yes. Don't no, just perfectly just so excited to hear whatever you were about to say. Oh, right. Yeah. So I, you know, I told Maybelline that I had off. Uh, she seemed pretty upset by that. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> Mr. Scuba was great about it, though. He said he had a backup announcer in mind immediately. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Mr. Scuba does seem like an enterprising man. Oh, right. The, I, I forgot. I, um, uh, Hilda, right? The, the, the girl. Yes, yes, Hilda, my protege. Yeah, I, um, I was able to talk to Mr. Scuba about some of her questions. He didn't tell me anything. He mostly asked questions, like a lot of questions. But he did give me this, and he said it should go to Hilda. And he grabs a manila envelope and hands it to you. Oh, well, that was interesting. Thank you. So anyways, what have, what have you been up to? Like, it's been, what, 20-something years? 23? Oh, Sparky has been debating whether to open this envelope in front of him because she doesn't give a shit, or whether she does give it. She gives a shit. So she's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna fold it and cram it in her bag when he asks. Some... Something like that. Yeah, time sure does fly when you're successful, like both of us are, doesn't it? Yeah, right. Uh, successful. And you notice that he gets a little downcast when he says successful. Um, if you have a question of something you want to ask me, you can roll to see into his heart. Yeah, I want to roll to see into his heart. I want to ask if he's happy. Okay. Four. He gets to ask you a question. Oh, no. Or I get to ask a question on his behalf, which uh, tells into your heart. Okay. He wants to know if you're happy. Wow. Um, not by the strict definition of happy. So no. So no. No, not really. <laughs> he kind of notices that and goes, but we don't need to languish on all of that kind of stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. Who, who spends all their time thinking about the past, you know? Uh, exactly. But yeah, not, not the past. How's, how's, uh, how's the, the present? Oh, oh, uh, the present, the present, well, you know, the present is, um, you know, we don't have to talk about the present either, actually. <laughs> Let's talk about the future. What are your future plans? I mean, after, after this, uh, after this, this tournament thing, what's, what's next for the aggressive bandit? Oh, uh, and he starts sweating a little bit. Uh, I mean, you ask Maybelline, there's a, a lot for the aggressive bandit in the future for lucas bang though there's um you don't want to hear about it 
Oh, 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 contraire, mon frere. I would love to hear more about it. Actually, you know what? Maybelline, I met her once or twice. She seems, uh, she seems like um, a, a person that you work with. Yeah, she's uh, she's very on top of things. Very. Yeah. She she yeah. gets her way. Um, and yeah, no she, she... no nobody dares challenge Maybelline. But uh uh-huh, uh-huh. how does that? What? Why? 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 Why doesn't anybody challenge Maybelline? He looks to his right, looks to his left, looks to his right. Best not ask those kinds of questions with prying ears around. You know. But, uh, Tilda does the Necromon Championship, huh? That's, uh, really cool. Uh, have you talked to Elliot about it at all? About the Necromon Championship? Yeah, of course. I mean, after all. And we're gonna cut that scene there. No! No! Irene! No! It is your turn. You have three Boidel Rat in front of you. Okay. Irene doesn't want to be shown up. She will say, Bossies! Surprise! Swings one arm down to point. They plants one foot. Have plants the other foot. Teeth! She strong! Swings the other arm. So she's pointing with both hands. She strong! So, that is your signature attack. You're gonna roll extra dice for your rank, which is one. Your, what's the quality of the mossies? I feel like it was teeth for the mossies. Yeah, it's biting. Okay, so you get two extra dice, one for the rank, one for biting. And what is the effect of your attack? When this attack successfully hits, you can choose to deal half damage and disorient the target until your next turn. So I think that would be nice. And then I'm gonna roll for a Boidle Rat to dodge. Okay. I rolled one, two, three, and then six and six. Okay, so that is one more than me. So how much damage do you do normally? Normally, I do six damage. All right, plus one. So you can do seven damage to this Boidle Rat, or you can do the effect. I would like to do the misdirect. Uh, Yeah, describe the attack. They just fling themselves, chomping their open mouths that people who had not seen them attack before didn't know they had. And they end up just bonking into the Necromon, and it gets confused. See, so, bop, 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 bop. Ooh, ouch! Now, they may say the bark is worse than the bite, but I think the bite is worse than the bark in this case. They don't bark. <laughs> they really don't bark. And honestly, if they did, I think it would be a lot scarier if I'm telling the truth. Do you see how pathetically they responded to that? Really, is that what you're gonna do? Just let me take out my ma. Ah, uh, no, it's... it's <laughs> it is my turn, though. It is us and me. <laughs> turn. And... I think we will target that one. And he points at the mossies. The way I'm going to have this work is I am going to have the three Boidle Rat attack at once. So they are all going to attack. I'm going to apply the misdirect to all of them. 
but they will get the benefit of pack tactics and they are all going after Mossy. No! So I need you to roll one defense as I roll no. for their fierce. No! Can I use an adventure point to make it easier? Uh, what do we think? Do we want to let Emily roll with like a boost? Uh, yeah, it works for me. I don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, do it with, you can do it with boost, which essentially means three or higher is good for you. Okay. One, three, five. So I have two. The Boidle Rat go to bite. Taladoid, 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 ah! And you can see one of their skulls bites onto another's neck and another one bites a tail. And they just become this little dust ball of bones that just bounces around next to you before scrambling back at place. Each of them having different bones and different pieces of garbage on them than previously. See, some, see, some, see, some. That was some expert dodging on your part, Mossies. You did well. It is the top of the turn! And so what that means is anyone can swap out any Necromon they want, and then we'll uh, continue. Let's crush them this turn. Malaya! Malaya with the chair. (laughs) (laughs) So Malaya comes out full force. And on the other side, you hear the two squabbling. Just take one of your little trash skull things and get them out of there so I can do my thing. Uh, but Boido Rat, uh, they are mascot. <laughs> you know what I mean? A, a mascot, mascot for what? A grungy, gross cave? Oh, well, you put it like that. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 so you're not going to take any of them out? Uh, no. I don't think I will. Ah, ah! And uh, Katrina walks the other side. Well, it looks like Bortle Rat Squad can't make up their mind about what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, as you know, someone with a really forceful emotions can kind of drive things. It's not healthy, but it's a fact of life and death. Well, with that, it's time to start the next Colossus. Take them down. Katrina slams a necro card on the ground, which seems to fall underneath the earth itself. And then you hear the ghostly whispers. And the boidle rat in the center shatters into a bunch of different bones as a green ghoulish pegasus kelpie bursts out of the ground, its wings emerging like some sort of muddy, moist plant life connected to the ground. Algae, algae, algae. This untamable creature without any back legs bursts up and takes the Boidle Rat's place. So Just like Colossus forcing its way onto the battlefield, I am forcing my way into the episode to give you announcements because it's the announcement break. 
The first thing to mention is just like the last time we did a Necromon duel, we are using the rule set not from my game, but instead a modified rule set from Animon Story by Zach Barrow. So if you really like the way the duel mechanics work with Necromon battles, that's a game to check out. Also just to check out if you want to just like do a fun Pokemon Digimon inspired time. Speaking of games, thank you to everyone who purchased a copy of Under the Neighborhood during the itch.io summer sale. Thanks to you, we were able to donate $100 to the abortion fund of Arizona, which is enough to cover the expense of a state-mandated ultrasound that folks here in Arizona have to get before they get an abortion. If you missed out on that sale, we currently actually have another sale going on at DriveThruRPG. From now through Sunday, with the specific time varying based on your time zone, you can get Under the Neighborhood at DriveThruRPG for $17 instead of the regular $20. This sale isn't going to anything besides, I guess, me, you know, because I, I made the game. But if you'd like to get it at a discount, now's a great time to do so. Finally, over the past couple of weeks, I was honored to guest on Character Creation Cast, which is a wonderful podcast, where we went through world and character creation for Under the Neighborhood, and then we just kind of talked about the game a little bit. If this sounds like something you might be interested in, I encourage you to listen to this promo for Character Creation Cast. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and myself, Ryan Bolter, create characters in multiple role-playing games with prominent guests from the games community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. Character Creation Cast always takes time to reflect on the game, its designs, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great session zero every week. Again, if that premise sounds interesting to you, you can check out Character Creation Cast at charactercreationcast.com or by searching it on the podcatcher of your choice. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Our next episode, The Necromon Thief Part 1, will be releasing on Monday, August 8th. But if you like additional stories, podcasts, or behind-the-scenes videos, you can check them out at patreon.com questfriends. For example, $10 backers and above just got access to a mage playbook for Under the Neighborhood, which lets you be a fucking wizard. I hope to see you there. Well, uh, I mean, I don't think that's legal, but... But it replaced the Boido Rat. We still have three on each side, which means there is another one down. Four out of six down for Team Boido Rat and Calassus. And I'm going to roll initiative for Colossus. They better be losing some extra points for this. I mean, I feel like they've already been penalized enough for just <laughs> losing one of their mons, but... They're going to lose so many points for this. I guess I'll grab a... And Sammy, not having any more pages to mark down things on, just starts writing on his <laughs> own cloth hand. Is it washable marker? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll need to do a couple tumbles in the washing machine. <laughs> a couple tumbles somewhere, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not sorry for the record. You shouldn't be. It was 
don't. If you don't want to. <sighs> I desire blood. Booker, it is your turn. Rickoob. Booker. Rickoob. Time to intercept. Play defensive. Rickoob, Rickoob. So I want Booker, instead of attacking, to defend uh, Irene's Necromon this turn so that Booker can use his hard cover to assist. And I will I will count that as they get the one quality, but they also will get a boost. Okay. Because you're helping them out. Back up. <laughs> Irene is conflicted. Her face, like, switches between offended that Hilda feels that her necromon would be defending and impressed that Hilda made a good strategic move. She's just very much, she's beside herself. She's not processing it well. Meanwhile, Sparky, you hear over the radio, assuming you still have that in your ear. The whole conversation with Lucas, it's been there, yeah, yeah. I always knew she would end up needing to rely on someone else. I, no one can see, but I am flinging a rubber band across the room in rage right now. Fucking. Ugh. Sparky makes that face in the middle of some conversation <laughs> with Lucas and then has to fix it. You all right there, Sparky? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, just, uh, the, th- the thing you said was so shocking. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bit weird for the aggressive band to talk about, you know, how... He'd want kids, even though he's not in a committed relationship right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, um, I just, just, God. <laughs> is, it, is this an actual segue or are we still? No, we're back to the battle. <laughs> God damn it. I was going to say, like. Unmatched cruelty. <laughs> Irene, it is your turn. Irene is going to send out Malaya. Did you roll initiative for Malaya? Oh, I didn't. Let's figure out what what the initiative for Malaya is. 2d6? Yep. Double six. Malaya for Malaya! Malaya for Malaya! Malaya for Malaya! I'm so happy! Yeah, it's Mossy's or Malaya. And she points. Malaya, turn them to mush! Malayam! Do the berry drop! Alright, so what does Turn Them the Mush do, Emily? It's heavy strike. So when it successfully hits, the signature attack does extra damage equal to 1 plus rank. And you're gonna target Colossus? Yeah. Peace. So then I roll. Woo! Woo! Ooh, that is. Well, some of it's good. I have five, five, six. Three, three. So that is three successes and I got two. So you're going to do your regular damage plus two plus one. So what's your regular damage? My regular damage is eight. Splat. You don't take out Colossus, but how do you do a bunch of damage to it? Malaya just runs and leaps into the air and belly flops onto this horse. Malaya! Good work, Malaya. Malaya! <laughs> and so it slams on the ground. This thing shoots to the side. Some of it gets on the crowd. Watch out for the splash zone! I'm gonna have to wash both my clothes and myself. Maybe it can wash my heart, too. 
And yeah, it's the Mossy's turn. Mossy's attack. See from... Who are they attacking? They are also going to attack Colossus. Colossus. Colossus has been kind of spilt to the side and it's slowly reforming itself. Some of it's burrowing underground, some of it's kind of swimming around. It's forming together. Okay. Let's say that. The mossies are just gonna attack. Gonna go bite? Yep. Good All go right, bite. Give me give me a fierce roll. Whoops. Two, four, five. They go the bite. But for some reason, as they go through, the bits of Colossus just slip underneath them or slip through the attacking moss balls. And as it reforms in front of them, Katrina Collectum says, Wow, you are not the sharpest tool in the woodshed, are ya? Just thinking you can do the same thing over and over and over and over. And she looks over at Rasputin <laughs> and over again. That's not how you tame a wild beast there. That's pretty tough talk for someone who hasn't got a single attack off. <sighs> you city folk, y'all don't get how challenging it is living in the middle of nowhere on your family's country estate that only has five wells, only five wells. You don't appreciate the simple things, you know? You don't appreciate the wind in your hair. You don't appreciate the scent of the stables. <laughs> and you don't appreciate water. <laughs> Colossus. Drown. Christ. And as she says that, the water on the beach side next to you starts to rise out of the ground. All right, folks, you best get out those umbrellas because the splash zone is about to get a whole lot wider. Oh, dear. And Booker is not the only Necromon. Right. With a multi-hit attack. Boo. So I'm going to do multi-hit. I'm going to attack all of you, and the one with the highest defense is going to roll. I've got five dodge, so that's me. Yeah. All right, so Tom will roll five dodge with a boost and with his extra dice because you set up to dodge. So it's five, one extra die for our cover. So we'll face the heart of the cards. Ooh, that is uh, six successes (gasps) and two more sixes for the crit gauge. (laughs) Did you think to challenge me in my place of power? Rekub! Rekub! This wave is crashing down on you. When it hits the inside of the battlefield, the battlefield is gonna do a protective barrier. But there is so much water coming in that some of it is splashing out onto the audience, onto the announcers, filling the battlefield. Can Booker make a little vortex to like, keep the water away? But Booker blocks it. How does he do it? So Booker spins around like a top and just whirls around, creating a little vortex to siphon the water up and away, making a little safe zone all around their friendly mons. The water goes to hit, but the sides of the book flare out 
and this energy comes out of it and seems to be creating the shield, a vortex, protecting every mon within it. And the water goes down. And actually, I'm gonna do something quick. Okay, never mind. I, I rolled a dodge for the Boidle Rat. <laughs> they they did successfully dodge. <laughs> I appreciate the Boidle Rat were being targeted, especially when, because that would have caused a loss immediately. <laughs> Katrina Kalaka, what the fuck <laughs> happened? <laughs> Nobody was affected by Colossus. What do you mean? All of my precious Boidle Rat, they are naked, <laughs> nude in the wind in front of everyone else. And you can see that the Boidle Rat are just all skeleton now, nice and clean, some covered by little bits of algae and stuff. One's got a fish inside of it, but for the most part, without any trash on it. They are naked. These damn little trash possums. And Katrina just starts sitting there and she just starts tearing up a little bit. And Rasputin's like, ah, don't, don't be like that. <laughs> I will attack for you. And he turns around to face you. But he faces a team that has had their critical meter filled. <laughs> Irene and Hilda, what do you do next? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you want, Emily, but I feel like a signature attack combo is the most appropriate way to just wipe the field. That's what I feel, but we can only attack one target with it is the only thing. I mean, but since it's still my signature attack, I still have multi-hit. Oh, you have multi-hit. <laughs> so it does not matter. Okay, yeah. I like that one. I I am very much in favor of this overkill. Just absolutely stomp them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tom, you're, you are doing multi-hit, so your roll was set back, which means only five or higher counts. I am also going to roll with setback. Yes, indeed. What's such a shame? And then you roll as well, Emily. I roll as well. Each Necromon is going to roll and attack. <laughs> uh. Malayag got four and Mossy's got two. What did Booker get, Tom? Uh, that is five successes. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I will have you know that I got nothing. <laughs> I got zero. I also wanted on the record that three out of four successes for Malaya were sixes. I also got two of the five as sixes. Cool. Yeah, just over. Let me just fucking <laughs> go describe your victory. <laughs> The Mossies rush in for bloody retribution and start trying to chew on Colossus, but realize just in time and roll out of the way as Malaya's shadow grows larger and larger <laughs> as he launches himself onto it. As the Colossus is just squashed, the vortex from Page Turning Twister sweeps over the battlefield, scooping up any last water and just sucking the Boidle Rats up into the air and just smacking them back down. Break! And everyone gets silent. Battlefield is empty. Chaz Casey looks over to Sammy. You take the floor for this one, partner. Yeah. Uh, 
Hilda and Irene win! <laughs> Everyone starts cheering from across the way. You can see Katrina collect them. She's just crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's, it's crocodile tears. Just Katrina, like, oh, please reconsider. <laughs> and Rasputin's just like, ah, oh, well, my boy do that. <laughs> I uh, thought they would. Uh, there are other children. And you can see he takes off his Anastasia wig, puts on a different wig, a little dapper kid's hat, and gets back in line. It's me, Alexei. <laughs> I am Tatiana, mother watched me battle in tournament. <laughs> Olga is here too at tournament. <laughs> many, many siblings. He takes off his head, moves it to the other side of the shoulder. Yes, it is me, Olga. <laughs> Alright, Hilda and Irene, I will let you. Uh, Hilda wants to high-five Irene. <laughs> Irene looks at the raised hand, reaches up, grabs it, pulls it down, <laughs> and shakes it. <laughs> Hilda allows this to happen. It's just like, okay, this is fine too. You, you, did, you did really good, and your necromon did real good. You performed adequately for my rival... And while I do not think that you correctly interpreted my stay in the background plan, I will say that for what you did, it was good. Thank you. Hilda! Hilda! You can see from the audience, your moms are just cheering for you, honking the clown horns, honking the vuvuzelas. You're, uh, honking their noses. Yulia's got a bunch of different instruments. She's a one-woman band playing, and you can see them just uproariously having a good time. Irene, you turn, of course, to face them as well, and you can see next to them your family. Your your dad, good old Earl, trying his best, giving a big, like, you know, applause. And next to him, big brother Elliot does nothing. <laughs> My throat is just sort of making these noises. So fucking infuriating. Why am I nemesis with everybody who's awful? All right, so we're going to flash back to Sparky. A lot of time has passed. You spent a lot of time talking to Lucas, but also listening in on Elliot Hawthorne. That's correct, yeah. Not much happened after the tournament. You know, Earl was like, Are you sure you don't want to stay to congratulate Irene? Um, what for? Trash man. Oh, I knew she'd need help. Mm. But I remember you saying outside of the recording that you had one other thing you wanted to do with Lucas. and Only one? (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. The problem is she was going to invite him back to a quiet place where he could spill the beans, but all those things he couldn't because of prying ears. And that place was... um, her car but then she was gonna follow it up with like i realize what that sounds like but no i really have outfitted my car with anti with with anti-surveillance tech so nobody could nobody could hear like questions being answered which also doesn't sound as good as it did in my head um <laughs> but it's all for up and up journalistic purposes <laughs> well um it's getting pretty late right now should probably go back i gotta do the closing announcements but and he reaches his hand across the table it was really nice talking to you, Sparky. Fuck. Maybe next time we can meet up in your van or whatever. You know, next time could be 
this time if you want <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If, if, if you wanted to. <laughs> I'll see you later, Sparky. Okay. Yeah, that's that's about yeah, okay. Oh, and make sure and he points back to you, make sure Hilda gets that Manila envelope that Mr. Scuba gave me. He was very adamant. Oh, don't worry, yeah, yeah. I will pass this on to Hilda. And Lucas Bang walks off. Sparky uh goes back to her, her sick van and in the passenger seat. The seat, mind you, is covered with Reese's in pieces, melted That's stuff. Correct. Got on the engines, got on the seats, got on the handlebars. <laughs> the handlebars? She has multiple. <laughs> yes, I didn't stutter. Handlebars? Inside a car! But the handlebars of what? It's a van! The handlebars of what? <laughs> okay, so she goes back to their driver's seat and... um. Just kind of, she's she kind she has she has to calm down for a second. So she'll like, okay, so that wasn't as uh, as uh, bad as you thought. Wow, that was that was weird. You like had a conversation. That was weird. You had a conversation where you answered questions mostly honestly. Um, that was hmm, interesting, interesting, interesting. But while she's saying this, she opens up the envelope to see what's inside it. But there's one more thing I want to happen, but I don't know how to make it happen. What did you want to happen? I don't know what's going to be in this, but I assume it's going to be an end of episode stinger. But the thing is that I want to look at it and then I want Sparky to be like, oh, my God, or something like that. And then go to throw her car in reverse <laughs> to go find Hilda or whatever or go home. But then, you know, it, it like goes forward. And I would really like it to lurch over a bunch of bushes into whatever party Kike is at right now. <laughs> because we didn't pay off this slice of life complication. So I was like, oh. Shit, I have to go to my car so that we can do that. I just happen to not be in my car. And I think literally running over Lionel would be extremely funny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you reach into the manila envelope, and what you pull out is interesting. It is a page, completely blank, with an edge that's not fully accurate. Like, the outside-facing edge isn't fully straight. It's kind of ruffled a little bit. But the one thing that's been unmistakable about this page is that it was ripped out of a book. So, Kike, how's the, you, you've been going from the party place to place. Lionel has been trying to talk to you multiple times. Like every so often, you'll be having a conversation. Uh, what, might, what might you be talking about? I mean, just catching up with people, seeing how they're doing, how's like, you know, high school going for some of the people or like, you know, oh, they finally finished building this new building that they have been taking forever or like this bridge that they fixed fell again and they had to <laughs> fix it again. And so there's traffic on this area and things like that, that I talk when I go back home. Yeah. So you're, you're, uh, let's say you're talking to, uh, give me a name. Uh, Mauricio. You're talking to Mauricio. And he's like, yeah, you know, the project has been, project took a real long time and I'm really proud of the work we did, but I just realized that, you know, I just, I couldn't spend enough time with my kids. I was too busy with all the work stuff. So I just, I don't, I don't want to make that kind of mistake again, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's definitely important to spend time with the people that you care about, you know, because sometimes it's... Ha ha ha, me too! That is so, yeah, true, um... Kike, can I talk to you about the thing? I, we, I feel like we should really prep for the thing. What, 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 what do you want, Lionel? I feel like you've been wanting to say something to me. I, I mean, haha, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, 
Oh, what gave you that impression? Just, just, you know, make it quick, because I was talking here about Mauricio's job, and it's way more interesting than whatever whatever you're here to talk no, to me. No, 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 you've so. already listened to my story enough. You two catch up. All right, have a good time. I'll, I'll no, see you no, later. I mean, you can't <laughs> I'll see you later, Tio. Please come back. I'll see you later, Tio Kike. He's gone. Please come back. No, <laughs> <I'll see you>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, uh, I just... Uh, I, I thought we should practice for the, uh, and you hear Mike tap, uh, two, 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 two. If you want Ariel to be testing the audio, one way that people in Mexico at least test the audio is just by saying, like, dos, which is, like, two repeatedly, like, dos. I have no idea why, <laughs> but they just go, dos. And it's so fucking funny to me. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, lo- I love that. Dos. Dose. Dose. Alright! So, um, welcome everybody. Thanks for coming to this, uh, fiesta to celebrate Yuna's great job at the Necromon Championship today. Everyone applauds as Yunuen comes out. Just real excited. She's. He is also gonna applaud and potentially approach. Like, yeah, woo! And like, just try. So, not casually approaching the child. <laughs> no, not casually approach. Enthusiastically approach child. Casually disengage from Lionel, but not casually approach the child. She, she looks super excited at you and super excited at Lionel, who also follows. Her pick pick is next to her, and she is real excited to see the two of you in particular for some reason. Kip, kip. To uh, celebrate Yuna doing such a great job today, she's gotten a very, very, very special treat because her two favorite Tios in the whole wide world, and they point to you and Lionel, are going to sing a heartful, boisterous duet of Cielito Lindo. That's Kike's reaction is the same as my reaction, which is just this silent... I guess, I mean, he would do it if only because it's for her, but he, and he'll pretend that he enjoys it, but... You feel a mic slam against your chest. Lead the way, Tio. And that's when a van tumbles over the bush (laughs) and Lionel's bones scatter throughout the crowd. (laughs) Surprise! too much is that too much i was going for like a cartoonish gag because he's a skeleton i mean he's fine he's a skeleton he's unaffected okay
I don't want to traumatize the child. I would say she's into metal ass shit. So he'd probably bounce around like, aha, look at me. I'm juggling all my parts. It's like a crowd sir. Actually, no, he would be like, I'm crowd surfing as just all of his different individual bones move across the audience. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds fun. And then the Boidle Rats, for simplicity's sake, and because they fucking suck, they're trash tier Rattata Necromon. <laughs> Love them. They have little different bits of trash on them. One's got some Capri fun. <laughs> the other's got Laterade. That's how you can tell what's different. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Oh, wait, are those, are those empanadas over there? You know, sorry. You, you can, uh, I'm just gonna go. I haven't eaten. I said empanadas. I didn't say bananas. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. <laughs> like, oh man, these fucking bananas. <laughs> really gotta get this sweet, sweet banana. Anyways, that's why Lucas Bang would have thought you would have talked to Elliot. Uh, because of all of you, he is the only one who has heard both Elliot and Irene's last names. Because I made sure that Sparky never, at least in the sessions, heard Irene's last name. Fucking, I never even asked about Elliot's real last name. Like, out of character. I was like, I don't fucking, he's Elliot, who cares? He's, he's nobody, nobody cares about Elliot, because he sucks. God. This is also why Irene responded, there are no good Elliots. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that there was a terrible Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Love that. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming to this uh, fiesta to celebrate my little sister, Unuin's uh, great job at the Necromon Championship. Fucking <laughs> Ariel forgetting the name of their sister. I know that it's, it was you figuring out how to pronounce it, but I guess they've had a long day. Is the plural of T-O-T-O? -T -O? No, it's Tios. Tios, okay. Yeah. I, I, I remember, you can cut this out completely, but I remember in college, a girl that was not a native Spanish speaker at all said that I was not a native Spanish speaker because she was like, the singular of gods is Dio and the plural is Dios. And I was like, that's not true. And then she was like, oh, well, whoever told you this information, it, it's not uh, a native speaker. God. <laughs> Feel free to like cut this entire rant. I just still remember it. And I, and I was like, wow. Do you want me to cut it? I feel like this is definitely an after credits now. Right. Because if you don't want me to cut it, I'll keep it. <laughs> Oh, it's up to you. I mean, I don't, I don't care if you keep it. I just feel like this will detract. You can put it in the after credits. It's just like, oh, the plur, the, the singular of, of like gods is Dio. And no, it's Dios. Dios is a fucking singular in this, in this <laughs> instance. But anyways, whatever plural of whatever you said, you are incorrect. I forget what you asked. <laughs> you are incorrect. Dio is Dios. In this case, that is correct. But in Dios. the case of God, that is not correct. So Tio and Tios, yeah. Tios, okay. 